Well there, happy Wednesday. It is June the 13th, 2018, and I'm Eric, talking at you as always from beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where you can attend film school, audition for Big Brother, have your picture taken with the flash, buy a bag of crack, pick up a hooker, get your testicles pierced, and eat kangaroo meat, all without leaving the Woodward's property. For about the same place as a limo. I'm just saying, guys, it's grad season. You don't want to just be another guy with a limo. Can you hear me? Hello, sir. How's it going? Good, my friend. How are you? I'm actually really good. Fantastic. I'm going to try to find a way to play music this time. Okay. I tried to do it the other night and it didn't work, but I'm going to try it again this time anyway. That'll be fun. Um, is this still recording? Can you still hear me? I guess I'll hear you perfectly fine. Okay, this might just work then. Ooh, Jesus. Um, let me know if you hear this music. Yes, I do. Yeah, I hear, you hear it. that. Yeah, I hear it. Really? Okay, perfect. I think this might work. Woohoo! And all that was just recorded. So, um, <laughs> the coffee shop I went to is closed. So I'm literally just standing on Main and Hastings. We're broadcasting from Main and Hastings. Um, I guess since this is gonna work so well, I gotta stop talking to you when you come on and just uh, do it. Um, yeah, because I can't yeah. figure out how to, how to uh, edit this out yet. 
I'm going to have to send them an email and ask them. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the show, everybody. I just did a two minute and 26 second long intro music because I couldn't figure out how to shorten it. Uh, so uh, we are well into the show. Um, good evening, everybody. Tons of stuff to talk about tonight. And as you can tell, we've got Gord here with us from Milton, Ontario. How's it going out east there, Gord? I am here. <laughs> That's something. It's something. That's all I got so far. <laughs> that's that's all you need. Um, let me bring you up to speed on where we're at. And um, everybody, if you would like to join in, feel free to call me, 604-343-973. Oh, my God. 9745. I'm sorry. Here, try this. Call 604-655-9630 to be a part of me and Gord's conversation tonight. Or you can leave a message that we'll play on the air. Or you can always send an email. Maybe it's just me. Sorry. Maybe it's me, 42, at gmail.com. Uh, Gordon, this is where we're at. I talked to you on, I believe it was Monday. Yeah, that seems right. And uh, you were telling us about a job fair you attended where you were <laughs> denied employment based on your gender. Yes. It sent me into a rage. And I went and hit the streets of North Vancouver and asked people, men and women both, if they had ever experienced this. What I found was a good 80% of men said yes, they've experienced Shut gender up. discrimination. Really? 100% of the women I spoke to said no. They had never been denied a job because of their gender. Which now. <laughs> Sorry. Um, that kind of says a whole lot, doesn't it? <laughs> I guess it does. Now, this led to me wondering if maybe it's just men making something up or reading something more into something that's not there. So I looked into that. And that led me to a woman in North Vancouver who was, I don't want to give away his occupation because he knows who he is and he might listen. I don't know. He was a bus driver. Um, <laughs> but he brought up a really uh, a shockingly good point that's not going to be popular. And I totally agree with him and I'm not going to be popular for it. But the question now got to, where do we start identifying your chosen gender? Because I can right now say I'm a female. And you're violating my rights if you disagree with me. So in your particular situation, denied the job because of your gender, you could have looked them square in the eye and said, that's not my gender. I am a woman. You can actually now put an X on your birth certificate and not identify as any of the conventionally recognized genders. Yeah, that is very true. So that got, so you're, you're, did I just hang up on you? No, no I'm sorry. Okay, good. Um, I just turned you way, way down. Uh, your question actually led to more questions than answers, which is very, very, very frustrating for me. It's frustrating, but it makes for damn good radio, doesn't it? <laughs> it does indeed, because where we're now at with this question that I've gone on for two days with, we've gotten to the point of have we gone too far in allowing people to choose their identities? I mean, if I can today say I'm a woman and you have to agree, why can't I say I'm not turning 40 this weekend, I'm turning 20? I'm now a 20-year-old woman. That's how I identify and I want the world to recognize me that way. 
or you know i'm i am not a caucasian man i identify as black i'm a 20 year old black woman now and you have to disagree with that have we, have we is is there a limit to I, how we can identify ourselves i think we've long passed the limit i i understand everybody with the the the, the gender equality in the sense of i'm gay i'm straight i'm bi i'm pan all the hundred and whatever variations are now so sure. it all comes down to one thing are you a man or are you a woman like do you have male parts do you have female parts like really this is all that it comes down to yeah you would think but it doesn't your direct doesn't sexual orientation doesn't actually matter and it shouldn't matter because even if i'm a guy i'm born a guy and i quote unquote identify as a woman if i dress like a guy if I talk and I act and I walk around and I present myself as a guy, but I'm a dang as a woman. No, you're, you're, you're taking advantage of the situation. If only it's it were that simple. The people, it's meant for the people who are supposed to be actually going through these incredibly difficult life altering decisions, not a fad. And that's what it's turned into. That. Yeah. And I find it, I find it really offensive. Um, not only from the point of view where I, I kind of feel left out and discriminated against by it, but also <laughs> the people who have fought so hard to get that movement to where it is today are losing credibility because yep. of people who, like you said, are taking advantage of it. Absolutely they are. And this is why I don't agree with any of this. You know, as soon as you make a major issue over the fact of, you know, man or woman, it's very simple. Really, it should be down to one very basic set of criteria as it stands from the moment you are either asking the question or are um, uh, filling out your form at that moment in time are you right now when people walk by when you are perceived and you are going down the street when you dress are you dressing for what sex because if you're a woman and you are putting yourself out there as a man You've, you're, you're still a woman in the sense that you have a vagina and boobs, but you're taking testosterone pills so you can go facial hair. You're wearing more manly style clothing. Absolutely, I think in that situation, when you're going through the medical procedures, absolutely, you can identify as the opposite sex because you I want to do the operation. You want to flip it through. You're just not quite there yet. Every single other situation, shut the hell up. What are you born with? And that's what you are. Give it up. Who cares? Wow. We are going to get letters. <laughs> Bring it on. Listeners are not going to like that opinion. And I, I wasn't sure where you would be on this one, Gord, but I fully agree with you. Um, I think it's ridiculous because I think if we pull at that thread, um, we're opening Pandora's box. And like I said, I have, now I'm a 20-year-old black woman. So yeah. Yay. There was a time in the 90s where I completely identified as a black man. It was, it was completely true. I swear to God, really? I was blacker than the term itself. I walked the walk. I talked the talk. I dressed the clothes. I was the very definition of what we call a wigger. I was the very definition of it. You, you were know down what? with OPP? I was down with OPP. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> it was to the point where if it was, if that was today, like if you put that exact mindset in me today and put that on, I would swear to you, I would put down and I would say I would, I would identify as a black man. I would, put, I would put that down on the paper, even though it's so, completely horseshit because I am a ginger white dude. I can't get any whiter. That's, <laughs> uh, I guess it, we, we could do that. You, you can do that. We can all do that. 
Um, it's very but you'll notice one big change between then and now. See, I didn't go through skin pigment augmentation. I, I didn't I didn't get a penis enlargement. You know, like I didn't I didn't do all but, these things to make sure that I am outwardly perceived as a black man. And that's the part you're the where I'm getting at is when can you switch back and forth now? If no. it's convenient for you? Like if no. I yeah, I'm a woman, then tomorrow I can be a man, and the next day I can be whatever I want. That's that's where we're at with our society. No, that's called cross-dressing. That's called playing the field. No, you're not. You you. This is supposed to be about the people who are legit changing their lives. Right. That's from the moment they were born, they were dis- they felt wrong in the skin they were given. Not the ones who accept who they are and they just want to be different and dress differently and be into this and. I'm not into this, and none of that matters. It's about the people who are going through that massive transition, the ones who eventually want to get the surgery. That's what it's about. Not about the rest of this crap. I, I, totally, I totally wish you were right, but unfortunately, that's where it's at. And uh, I don't see it getting better. I actually see it getting worse. And I live in a neighborhood where it's very prominent. And... Um, it is leading in that direction where people are just, they, they are what it's convenient to be. And um, I think it's a system gone awry. And I think, uh, frankly, our government pandering, uh, the first example was that guy this summer who won the case and was allowed to put an X on his passport so that he did not identify as either conventionally recognized gender nor transgender. He's just, uh, I forget what they call him. Uh, there is a name for themselves. They refer to the, they refer to the, not as I, oh, and for God's uh, sakes. they don't they they speak in the in the third person quite often or yeah in the third person they refer to themselves in the they, no but there is, is but there is a term for that it's it's called it's called douchebag yeah <laughs> you're a douchebag come on like you are yeah, nothing but uh, a douche that's kind of what I wanted to call the guy but. But we can't do that either because that now we're, we're being, uh, I don't know what we're discriminating against, but we're discriminating. And that's the thing. It doesn't matter what you do now. You're discriminating someone. So and, then call it out for what it is. And who gives a crap what, what, the, what the weak-minded want to call it? Because that's what this boils down to. It boils down to people being so concerned about their feelings and like they matter that much to anybody. It's so frustrating. You, Eric, we're close. We're pretty much the same age. We grew up with the amazing statement. When we were younger, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Now people are trying to shoot and stab themselves because it doesn't hurt, but the words are so mean. And I get in arguments with people online, and I'll prove a point, and I'll, you know, you say this. This is factually wrong. Here's what the truth is. You throw that in their face. They completely ignore what you say and they say, Yeah, but you're so mean about it. You're mean. <laughs> yeah, it's true. yourself. I think there is a point where, uh, you know, it's time to stop pussifying the world and um, start realizing that political correctness has gone far too far. And uh, we need to rein it in a little bit. We need to start getting control over our people and let them know you can't just get away with whatever you want. It's like unions. They're the same thing. They <laughs> have a point. They don't anymore. 
You're protecting the weak. There's no difference between the two. It's protecting the weak. Why do we have warning labels on everything? To protect the stupid. That's true. Stop protecting. Let Darwinism take its course. Let the strong survive. I, I think it's just get back to uh, the way nature intended human beings. When I was a kid, no, there was one freak who had a peanut allergy. And he was a freak and nobody played with him. Yeah. Now every kid on the block's got a peanut allergy. <sighs> and why? Where did this come from? That didn't it didn't exist thirty years ago. Well, face it, between to the freak, then <laughs> it's got freaky too. And now it's 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 a peanut allergy, and I can't have peanut butter. I can't even I can't eat peanut butter before I send my daughter to preschool. No, no, you can't have peanut butter anywhere near nothing. It's terrifying. Because I can't tell you, I don't think I've ever heard of a person dying from, like, actually dying from it. I mean, you know, you hear people die from allergic to bee stings. You hear people die from allergies to other things, but really, when was the last time you heard somebody died from peanuts? You have an <laughs> EpiPen. Shut up. That shit fixes everything. You know better. Don't take food from strangers. It's called teaching your children. That's what the problem is. All yeah, comes down to that. There, that's what it all comes down to, teaching your children. So I never got an, an, uh, a complete take on the uh, gender uh, discrimination issue, and I will return to it throughout the week because I find it interesting. But, yeah, 100% of the women I surveyed said no. They'd never experienced it. Now, three out of four, I would say, I, I only talked to about 10 women. And... At least 60% of them were very, very attractive. Had something to do with it. <laughs> well, um, you know what that, what that tells me? Because if you're saying that 100% of the women that you, that you personally spoke to said, I never experienced it. But yet, how many guys? What was the number of guys? 60%? It was it's 7 out of 10, yeah. Seven, so 70%. 70% of the guys did. That tells you one thing. The guys aren't getting certain jobs because they're giving it only to women. Of course, they're That's not experiencing true. it because they're the ones getting the jobs. I totally agree. I'm the going to can't get denied a job anywhere because if they do, it's instant discrimination. Now it's going against guys, and guys can't claim it. It's the same as it's the same as a guy claiming sexual assault or a guy claiming rape. Right. We're not but allowed. That's going to bring me to my next point, but I do need to take a little break before I get to it, and. Uh, I have to talk, do, do some shameless advertising here. Uh, so, Gord, don't go anywhere because you're leading. You, you segued perfectly into what I want to talk to you right after this. Nice. Um, so, first of all, I want to tell everybody what's going on this Saturday. The first annual Downtown Eastside Memorial Cup Street Hockey Tournament and barbecue uh saturday june 16th at hastings farm that's 58 west hastings street if you don't know where that is it's right between the grand union pub and the potluck cafe uh all the excitement begins at 9 a.m with a free pancake breakfast and then the co-ed teams start their four-on-four -four action it's going to be the most exciting thing to happen to hockey since don terry figured out patrick Waugh's name Okay, when the winning team sits down, they'll be with a hundred 
Memorial Cup and a year's supply of In Your Face. And Pastor Al, Smokey D, and some community elders will be joining us to pay respects to the friends we've lost in what is the worst health crisis we will ever witness in our lifetime. That's Saturday, June 16th at Hastings Farm. Uh, everyone is welcome. Please attend. If you would like to register to play or register your team, you can do so on my website, ericbrennan.simdiff.com, or you can call Insight, and you can call him at uh, some phone number that I wrote down a long time ago, and don't seem to have with me, 918-7534. Uh, yeah, so come down and enjoy. It's going to be a lot of fun. And um, I'm going to be there uh, filming the whole thing and doing a live play-by-play. -play. There'll be special features on YouTube and uh, interviews with uh, Pastor Al and some others. It's going to be a really fun day. I really recommend everyone come down and, and get to know the downtown east side because it's not what you think it is. Um, a lot of good people, a lot of good times, and you get free food, so why not? Uh, I'm just going to take a break to catch my breath here and play a little song for you. This is the first single off the brand new album by Ashes of Purgatory. It's called Spinning. Mm -hmm. Sure. If I told you I was an bad guy, mm -hmm. who was like, I was like, yeah. <coughs> mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I it's definitely possible, absolutely. Um, how can I get in touch with you? Yeah. All right. How about? Oh, I don't know what my schedule is tomorrow. Um, are you out? Are you gonna be out and about around here tomorrow? Okay. Okay. Why don't we meet around this time here tomorrow? I'll just meet you here or at the waves there. Eric. For really real, Eric. Yeah, for really real, man. Which Monty? Pleasure to meet you, man. Perfect. I'm looking forward to it, Monty. I hope I can help. Thank you. All right, man. We'll talk soon. Well, that was neat. Okay, sorry, I have to just cut that off. Are you still with us, Gordon? Absolutely, am. Excellent. Uh, that was spinning by Ashes of Purgatory. Your new album, Awaken, is due out everywhere you buy your music online by the end of this month. 
And that is, I have to mention, the first release on the newly minted uh, Sealed Juvenile Records. Uh, fantastic uh, independent record label. Um, by myself, so I get to plug it. Uh, <laughs> did you hear, Gord, any of the conversation that happened while that song was playing? Uh, no, I only heard your side of it, so I have no idea what he was actually talking about. If you can make yourself available tomorrow night, you may want to get involved on this one. A gentleman named Monty approached me while the song was playing, said he really enjoyed listening to us. So I've got a little speaker playing beside me. <laughs> awesome. And asked if we could help him, if we, if we could help to counsel him. He's going through a rough time. Ooh. He's a former trying to get out of thieving and trying to get out of drugs and asked if we could meet and talk to him as early as possible because he doesn't have much time left. Oh, wow. Uh, so I told him to meet me here tomorrow night and I will do what I can. Um, I will certainly wow, you try to get on that. It's... Uh, is it just me, or is this show getting funner by the <laughs> Happy times are a-coming. <laughs> I am about to, of course, lose power on my phone, so i got to find somewhere to plug in where we can continue this. Um, that's always a good time, but we'll keep going for a minute here. Um, cool. If I cut off on you, everyone, just take a break, <laughs> and uh, we'll be back. <laughs> so, tune in tomorrow night. Everybody who happens to be listening tonight, because uh, that's going to be one hell of an interesting show. Yeah. Um, and my first real guest who's actually shown up. <laughs> <laughs> so exciting on so many levels. Yeah, this could be uh, really interesting. We'll see if our life experiences can uh, help this gentleman out. I genuinely want to help. I'm sorry if I sound like I'm making light of it. Um, if we can do some good for some people, then this show has already done way more than I ever expected it to. Uh, before we get cut off here, I did want to approach uh, the, the follow-up to the subject we just talked about before the break. And my question to you... Okay, unfortunately, we lost our feed with Gord. I don't know what happened there, but we get his point. And Gord, thank you for joining me tonight. I think that's a good, good place to end the show. Gord, if you want to... Uh, reach through and uh, leave a message and finish off your point we will add it to the episode and it will air uh, in in its entirety um, that was a really good show I want to thank Gord for joining me I look forward to talking to Monty tomorrow night and hopefully we can help him out that'll be in roughly 23 hours from now until then take care of each other
think it's time we had a conversation These lonely nights is getting to me so my mind is racing I think about this life I live and all the shit I'm facing More secrets in my mind than a Freemason I get lonely at times and then I write these rhymes I'm only human, I wanna hit the club and fuck a dime But I know that's not the answer to my problems Lord help me solve them, disintegrate and dissolve them Laying in bed with a girl I'm pretty sure is my next Contemplating the sex while I think about my ex Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Yeah Dear God, am I wrong? Dear God, tell me, am I wrong? For living the life of a king surrounded by these pawns. Fans telling me I'm the greatest, but I never hear them. Cause I ain't hit the pinnacle, yeah, I'm still persevering. Demons whispering in my ears, but no, I never fear them. People thinking they on this level, they ain't even near them. I just wanna spread positivity through lyrical ability. They call it selling out, but I just call it versatility, yeah. It's my life, my wrongs, and my rights. My battle, my songs, and my fights. Now everybody wanna come around. Tell me, where was you last year when a brother was down? Not a single one of you motherfuckers believed in a brand, extended a hand, and now you wanna be my man? I think not. You quit the shape shift like ink blast. The real dealer, we cut classics, no flippers. What about the time I was nine and my mama almost murdered me? Don't think I forgot that shit, it still burdens me. Her bad hands tight around my throat, I can't breathe. I screamed, I can't breathe, mama. Don't you want me, mama? Don't you love me, mama? What the fuck? Where was you then, God? Tell me now. How's a brother supposed to stay sane? Tell me how. Why you let me live, but let another die? Why you dry my tears, but let another cry? I gotta know. Set to detonate, I gotta blow that shit for show. I used to wonder why in the hell you would make me suffer. But now in the end, I understand that it made me I get tougher. Up when I'm down, had enough. Almost drowned with shit rough. I get tough. And when I'm beaten to the ground, I get up. Yeah, I get up. Yeah, I get up. Yeah, I get up. When I'm down, had enough. Almost drowned with shit rough. I get tough. And when I'm beaten to the ground, I get up. I get up. Yeah, I get up. We apparently are back with Gord. <clears throat> Hello. Uh, yeah, we're going to... We've been on, actually, a full episode anyway, so uh, we're just going to keep going. Where I left off was um, with the question that, uh, you know, if, I, if it's my company and I run it and I own it, then... Uh, who the hell are you to tell me who I can hire and who I can? If I want to hire exclusively women, why as a company owner, is that not my right? Damn um, good question. Jordan, um, you know, what I was saying, I don't know if you heard it or if we got cut off at that point or not. Um, if I have a lingerie company and I want to sell lingerie, I'm not going to put a bunch of fat guys on my commercial. <laughs> I'm going to put hot women. If I if I work for a beer company, I want hot women in bikinis selling my beer. I don't want forty year old men bowling with my beer. It doesn't sell beer. That should be my right as a company owner. And discrimination be damned. It's my company. I'll hire whoever I want. If I tell you you can't have the job because you're a man, then you can't have the job because you're a man. Is that not right? Is that not make sense? I see. Yes, it makes perfect sense. Um, it's the problem becomes if it becomes based off of like 
I'm do, not doing it because it's what's best for the product or it's what's best for you know the business. When it becomes a problem is when somebody says, "Oh, you're gay. I don't want to want. I don't want one of you in my working in my company." Or, "I'm sorry, you're black. Not going to work." You know, like if it becomes because of if it becomes from a place of discrimination, then no, I don't think that should be allowed. You know, really because you're doing that of a point of stupidity than anything else but if you're doing something if you're running a business and you're basing it off of like i said like if i'm i'm running a strip club i am not going to have a bunch of four-year-old fat sweaty guys up on my stage i want some young beautiful women it becomes a bit of a difference you know like i was just to play go ahead if i if i if i can play devil's advocate for a minute here Hmm. um we have in this country not freedom of speech like they have in America, ours is much more eloquent. What we have is the freedom of thought, belief, opinion, and expression. <laughs> now, if I want to be racist, I can all be as racist as I damn well please. That right protects stupidity as much as it protects uh, freedom. You know what I mean? I, if you're free to be gay and talk gay and be black and talk, I can be free to be a bigot. That's my right. That's protected. It's my constitutional right to be an asshole. So if I want to have a company full of assholes, I should be allowed to. Is that not my cost? Is it not my right as well as yours, regardless of whether you agree with me or not? Of course it is. Absolutely. It's diversity that makes the world go stronger. But the problem now becomes in today's civilization, it's just, I guess it all comes back to those goddamn feelings again. It does. (laughs) You say for the record that uh, I I I am not that guy, <laughs> but I will fight for that guy's right to be a racist bastard or a or a, a homophobic idiot. Uh, it's unfortunate that those people still exist in our society, but it's their right to exist as much as it's our right to hate them. It's very true. You can't stop a person from feeling what they feel. You can't, you can educate them and hope that maybe you could show them that they're, you know, knowledge them up a little bit if you can. But when at the end of the day, yeah, it's, you can't police a person's feelings when it comes down to it. Absolutely. At the end of the day, we are at a point now where we're only applying half the constitution. The constitution applies to people who want freedoms and want everyone to be accepted and happy, but the Constitution doesn't protect the people who want to be bigoted assholes. I I don't think those people should exist. I do what I can to shoot them down. But at the end of the day, the Constitution is for everyone, and it has to be that way or it's meaningless. It's very true. But on the same token, this is where we come back to the original conversation as well when we're talking about, um, you know, the how do you identify yourself? At what point do we have to just start to realize that, you know, if you can't get a job, if you're a flat-chested girl and you can't get a job at Hooters, you don't sue the company. You get another job. You know, like, we got to get over ourselves. And right now, it's all about me. We apparently are back with Gord. Hello. Uh, Yeah, we're going to... We've been on actually full episode anyway, so uh, 
we're just going to keep going. Where I left off was um, with the question that, uh, you know, if, I, if it's my company and I run it and I own it, then uh, who the hell are you to tell me who I can hire and who I, I can? If I want to hire exclusively women, why as a company owner, is that not my right? Damn good question. Um, Jordan, um, you know, if, what I was saying, I don't know if you heard it or, or if we got cut off at that point or not. Um, if I have a lingerie company and I want to sell lingerie, I'm not going to put a bunch of fat guys on my commercial. <laughs> I'm going to put hot women. If I, if I work for a beer company, I want hot women in bikinis selling my beer. I don't want 40-year-old men bowling with my beer. It doesn't sell beer. That should be my right as a company owner, and discrimination be damned. It's my company. I'll hire whoever I want. And if I tell you you can't have the job because you're a man, then you can't have the job because you're a man. Is that not right? Is that not make sense? I see. Yes, it makes perfect sense. Um, it's, the problem becomes if it becomes based off of, like, I'm do, not doing it because it's what's best for the product or it's what's best for you know the business. When it becomes a problem is when somebody says, "Oh, you're gay. I don't want to. I don't want one of you in my working in my company." Or, "I'm sorry, you're black. Not going to work." You know, like if it becomes because of if it becomes from a place of discrimination, then no, I don't think that should be allowed. You know, really because you're doing that of a point of stupidity than anything else but if you're doing something if you're yeah. running a business and you're basing it off of like i said like if i'm i'm running a strip club i am not going to have a bunch of four-year-old fat sweaty guys up on my stage i want some young beautiful women it becomes a bit of a difference you know like i now, wasn't just to play go ahead if i if i if i could play devil's advocate for a minute here hmm. um we have in this country not freedom of speech like they have in America, ours is much more eloquent. What we have is the freedom of thought, belief, opinion, and expression. <laughs> now, if I want to be racist, I can all be as racist as I damn well please. That right protects stupidity as much as it protects uh, freedom. You know what I mean? I, if you're free to be gay and talk gay and be black and talk, I can be free to be a bigot. That's my right. That's protected. It's my constitutional right to be an asshole. So if I want to have a company full of assholes, I should be allowed to. Is that not my cost? Is it not my right as well as yours, regardless of whether you agree with me or not? Of course it is. Absolutely. It's diversity that makes the world go stronger. But the problem now becomes in today's civilization, it's just, I guess it all comes back to those goddamn feelings again. It does. <laughs> Let me say for the record that uh, I I I am not that guy. <laughs> but I will fight for that guy's right to be a racist bastard or a or a, a homophobic idiot. Uh, it's unfortunate that those people still exist in our society, but it's their right to exist as much as it's our right to hate them. It's very true. You can't stop a person from feeling what they feel. You, you can't. You can educate them and hope that maybe you could show them that they're, you know, 
knowledge them up a little bit if you can. But when at the end of the day, yeah, it's you can't police a person's feelings when it comes down to it. Absolutely. And the end of the day, we are at a point now where we're only applying half the Constitution. The Constitution applies to people who want freedoms and want everyone to be accepted and happy, but the Constitution doesn't protect the people who want to be bigoted assholes. I, I don't think those people should exist. I do what I can to shoot them down. But at the end of the day, the Constitution is for everyone. And it has to be that way or it's meaningless. It's very true. But on the same token, this is where we come back to the original conversation as well when we're talking about, um, you know, the how do you identify yourself? At what point do we have to just start to realize that, you know, if you can't get a job, if you're a flat-chested girl and you can't get a job at Hooters, you don't sue the company. You get another job. You know, <laughs> like, we got to get over ourselves. And right now, it's Call all it. about me, me.